And hello there, guys. It's your good friend Jimbo back again. Uh, no shoulders for this episode. We're going to try to do something a little different with this episode. With uh, uh, training camps opening up this past week, figure we're going to try to do three shows a week now. You know, even though we have a hard time trying to do two a week. <laughs> but this third week, this third show of the week is going to be mostly football, NFL. Um, some college football when college football kicks off. But I figure, you know, we're about roughly about six weeks away from regular season. And this mostly will be for Eagles fans or if you not even Eagles fan and just want my opinion about how I think my team's going to do this year. So since we're six weeks out, I figure each week we'll break down the first three games, then the next three games and leading into the season and if shoulders is on the episode with us get his feel for it if not we'll get his, his uh, opinion with it uh when we do our show together so it won't be hour long or anything like how we normally do it but uh so starting off the season um with the the eagles season it's the the washington redskins home opener first week of the season september 8th at one o'clock most likely on Fox. Um, they're always on Fox. You know, coming into the season, before I really get into it, uh, these games, I'm actually kind of excited. A little nervous about the uh, backup quarterback situation. Obviously, we couldn't keep Wentz and Foles at the same time. We knew Wentz wasn't going to be the one to go. And I'm kind of happy with my Eagles that they kind of let Foles hit free agency and go wherever he wanted and not franchise tag him and say, we're trading trading you wherever we want to trade him. And so now he gets a, a second shot to uh, start. I blame Jeff Fisher for his first go at it in, uh, in St. Louis. And I'm hoping he does well. And I, I really... Kind of looking forward to a Jacksonville-Philadelphia Super Bowl. Maybe not this year. We'll see. You know, he's probably got... I think he probably has about three, four more years before he retires. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But this offseason, Philly put all their, their eggs in the basket. Signed Wentz to the, the big deal. Most guaranteed money for a quarterback in uh, history. I think we had, as far as draft-wise, one of the, the better drafts in the league. I was surprised Miles Sanders dropped um, basically into our lap. And our defense, you know, definitely should be dominant. The only question mark coming into this season with our defense is our corners. Who's playing where? You know, we re-signed uh, Darby to uh, a one-year contract. I, I was not that big on him towards the beginning of last year. He didn't really excite me if you want to say that but Avante Maddox I think is going to be a, a big deal for us hopefully and you know we're, we're, we're very deep at corner just a matter of finding out who's playing where and, and, and what positions so getting into uh, the first game against the Washington Redskins <coughs> last year the Redskins uh, finished at 7-9 and first half of the season from what I remember they were actually pl pretty decent um, but then just injuries decimated that team. 
We all remember what happened to Alex Smith, uh, who just took the brace off of his knee a couple weeks ago. Still trying to figure out if he's even able to play again. So he's definitely out this year. So the Redskins went out and got Casey Keenum. Uh, they drafted uh, Haskins from, I believe it was Ohio State. And they also have Colt McCoy, who I think is, coming from an Eagles fan, I think he's somewhat underrated as a backup quarterback. He's not a bad backup quarterback. He was definitely better than Mark Sanchez, who just retired this past week. Um, but with that being said, they don't know who's their, their starting quarterback going into this season. It could be Haskins. I really think it's going to be Haskins or Keenum. And if the Casey Keenum that played with the Vikings shows up, they could be a good team. If it's the Casey Keenum that played with Denver last year, it's going to be a long year for the Redskins. And I, I, I definitely see Gruden being gone after this year if they don't make the playoffs. Even if, even if they don't make the playoffs and it, there's a competitive team, I still think Gruden's gone. He's I think he's on a, the hot seat this this season. Um, as far as their defense, last year they ended up at, you know roughly in the middle of the pack. The way this you know Darius uh, Geis got hurt last year towards ACL. Already showing some injury bug with the hamstring uh, this offseason. Adrian Peterson's really the only threat as a running back there. Wide receivers, who's the receivers? So I think this should be a easy game for the Eagles uh, to win. And you know what? Going into it, everybody's talking about Deshaun Jackson, you know, being that deep threat that we've been missing for the past couple of years. I really hope they do like a flea flicker or something. Just come right out, bomb it. You know, just right off the right off the bat. No run, no you know run. Just pass it. Just like that first year that uh, To was with us and McNabb the very first play, seventy yard touchdown pass. So this game, especially and the other thing too with the Redskins, their their left tackle I believe it is. Uh, Williams is holding out due to I guess there was an injury issue with him that the Redskins misdiagnosed and he's holding out for a better contract now because of it and this and that so if they're already down to their backup you know linemen Fletcher Cox and that front line is going to just feast on them I really think Derek Barnett is going to have a breakout year uh, on defense like I said, Fletcher Cox, he's just a beast in the middle there. Brandon Graham, he to me, he's not showing any signs of, of slowing down yet. And then Malik Jackson, who we just signed this uh, offseason, paired with, with Cox, should be a, a good tandem. And then on top of, top of that, you got Tim Jernigan rotating in there too. And when he's healthy, he was a good you know player for us. Middle linebacker is still kind of up in the air for us, so we'll hopefully find a, a diamond in a rough with us. And I definitely could see us winning this game against the Redskins. I mean, if you want me to give a score, I could see like a 28-10 game. You know, I, I still think our offense is very potent, 
and could put up the points. After that, uh, the second week, we have this, this game here, uh, down at Atlanta, Sunday night, September 15th. This, I still think, could be a tough game. You know, Atlanta had a little bit of a step back last year. They were 7-9. and nine. Defensively, they were just horrendous. But offensively, they were, you know, their typical Atlanta offense. Julio Jones, I want to say he's probably the second best receiver in the league. Hopkins from Houston, I think, is the best. You know, so when you have some inexperienced corners and, and questions at the cornerback position for the Eagles, Julio could have a big game, even though we you know, kind of shut him down last year in the playoffs. Now, the, the, the one difference here is they did lose Tevin Coleman this offseason, the running back that was paired with Freeman. Freeman, to me, was always the... The brute back to run up the gut, and Coleman was like the Darren Sproles, you know, uh, scout back type that type deal, and that's gonna be hard to to replace. So offensively, they may take a little step back, but again, when you have Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, um, the tight end who came on strong last year, you know, they got some pieces on offense there. They were averaging 26 points last year a game, you know. That's a lot of points. This could be a shootout. And I would not be surprised if we lose. And hopefully if we do lose, all you Eagles fans, me included, shoulders, that we don't just throw our hands up in the air and be like, oh, well, that's that's because we don't have full starting. You know, it's only in the second game of the year. Calm down. If this was like the 10th game of the year or whatever and we got blown out, then I would worry. You know, that could be a make-or-break game for the stretch run. Uh, but, like I said, I could see this being like a like a 30-28 Falcon win. Both quarterbacks putting up three touchdowns. 300 yards, well, easily 300 yards, maybe 400 yards. Then, uh... Going to week three, we have the Detroit Lions come to town, who were 6-10 and 10 last year. This is a 1 p.m. game, uh, at, well, just like the first week. Um, Detroit, uh, I don't know. You know, Matthew Stafford's getting up there, but the problem is they don't really give him anybody to throw to. They have a good running back uh, from last year. I believe he was a rookie last year. But if you have no one to throw to, then all Philly will do is just stack the box. And talent-wise, not to put our corners down, but if you have no one to throw to, our corners will be able to match with the average Joe. Now, last year, Detroit uh, finished 24th in total yards for offense, just to show you how bad that offense was. They only averaged 21 points a game. In a league that's set up for offense, that is, to me, very, very bad. Very low. You should be able to average 26, 27 points a game 
in a league that if you sneeze on a quarterback, you get thrown out of the game. Now, with uh, some of the rule changes as far as instant replay with uh, pass interference, you know, non-pass interference that could be challenged now, you might see some influx with these offenses too. Now, if you look at Detroit's defense, they could possibly keep them in the game most of, the, of their uh, their games this season. They were ranked 10th last year in total yards, given up. But I just think this Eagles offense, there's too many weapons. You know, who, who do you cover? You got Jeffrey, you have Deshaun, you have Zach Ertz, you have Dallas Goddard, who I think is going to be another player to have a breakout season. Yeah, we drafted him to be the replacement for basically Trey Burton, who I think replaced him, and I think replaced him even a little bit more. You know, Trey Burton, he was always decent for us, but never a game changer. And I'm not saying Dallas Goddard's a game changer, but he's a, he's a good red zone target to pair with Zach Ertz. If you're down on the two, and you have Jordan Howard in the backfield, you have that option to do a play action, you know, a little fade or whatever to the corner. And then speaking of Jordan Howard and the running backs, you got Jordan Howard there. You got Miles Sanders. As long as he can get healthy, I don't think you're going to see Miles Sanders too much in the beginning of the season. I think he's going to be more of a, a second half player. I think they're going to ease him into the pro level because it is a big jump from college to, to pro. And then, you know, we have Darren Sproles back as well, which, you know, when we get shoulders on, on the line, uh, hopefully tomorrow, you know, we'll see how he feels about it. I'm a little nervous. My boy Josh Adams may not make the team now because of that because basically now you're going with Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders. They're the two running backs cemented to be on the team. Darren Sproles, obviously, is going to be cemented on the team. Corey Clement you would think would be the fourth running back. But he's coming back from an ACL injury, so where does he fall? You know. But those are my you know, three picks for the first uh, three games. Like I said, hopefully tomorrow uh, we'll have a, sh uh, a show with shoulders, get his opinion on these three games. And then as the season gets closer, I'm thinking... You know, Thursday with the MMA show, the combat show, may move that to like a Friday. Have the football talk on Thursday, so you, that way you guys can kind of listen to a Friday and Saturday before college football. You know, so we're still trying to figure everything out, but figure training camp starts this past week. Wet, you know, wet at my whistle a little bit, got the juice flowing. Wanted to put something out there with uh, my opinion about the first three games of the season. So, there it is, guys. Uh, before I go, like I said, head over to Twitter. Follow the show at ST Sports Podcast. Follow me at Jimbo ST Sports. Subscribe to iTunes, to our YouTube channel, Spotify, Google, wherever you can hear us. Uh, like us on Facebook. 
And there is some news in the work that I don't want to say just yet, but bigger things are coming. Speaking of that, we finally do have some shirts on Teespring that you guys could go over and pick them up if you want. So until tomorrow, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.